I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Welcome to the Dune Saga Podcast. I'm David Moulton. I'm Scott Hertzog. And I'm Jim Arrowwood. And uh, we got another edition of Dune News. Uh, yes. Things are moving and shaking. So. They are. And we have some listener feedback to share as well. Awesome. 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 And the most important thing, David, is that we, have, that? The, we have the Loot Master with us. <sighs> I, I, I wasn't sure he was going to show up today, you know? But here yeah. he is. Well, you know, when you, when you spend all day riding the sandworm, playing your ballast set, I mean, what can you expect? <laughs> One of these days, I am going to learn to play the banjo. And when you guys, when you guys call me the lute master, I'm going to come in with some uh, wild banjo music of some sort. <laughs> uh, that'll be the day. That'll be the day. And then David can, yeah. join, you. David can join you in the hurdy-gurdy, and we'll be good. Yeah. There we go. See, I'm... I'm a good musician, right? Me and strings, we don't get along very well. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. My, my, my musicians has all been, oh, most of my musicianship has always been on strings, guitar, violin, etc. No, okay. there you go. The only strings I know how to pull are those of ladies' hearts. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh hey girl, Ooh. hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so it's the way he, it's the way he pulls my heartstrings <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's jump into some dude news here the, uh, the first story that we have to share with you guys uh, first of all we're eagerly anticipating our move toward uh, dune 2020 here in december and uh we are excited about that this movie is coming out december 18th 2020 unless uh, the coronavirus pushes everything back we'll kind of see how this all plays out uh but this story comes from digital wise again just got a recap of some of our notable stars as we kind of look here and so i have the list posted here any of these stars that we want to talk about i mean we've talked about it before in the news and uh here's the only one that makes me concerned go ahead and that's jason momoa as duncan idaho I agree. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. He certainly is a brute and brawn to be a sword master, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your concern? My issue isn't whether or not he can play the character, although he does not. I I would envision someone a little probably slender instead of so muscular, but it doesn't matter. That that doesn't matter. He it'll be fine, and he can he can act, so he can do a good job. My issue is more. His popularity is so high that I get concerned about sequels, uh, especially since he is basically 
eventually the main character, depending on how long they go with these things, if they make a second movie or a third movie or whatever, it's like, I don't know. That concerns me of, of his, like, um, if, it'll, if it'll be difficult to get him to keep coming back. Well, it's going to be, I mean, money talks, baby. I mean, if this movie makes money and the price is right, he's back. And we also don't know what his contract was. Like, I mean, are we talking, about, is this contract or a two, three movie deal? Or is it just a one movie deal contract that they have to renegotiate it? That's true. That's true. And so the smart, the smart thing would be from the director's end, you would sign a multi-movie deal, but we don't know. Yeah. But I just, I mean, I guess I look at it and I'm like, Dune could be really successful to a niche audience and not be financially successful to the point where it could make money. A sequel could make money, but maybe not the type of money that Jason Momoa, you know, I just, I, I just worry. That's all. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. There's a couple, couple here that, that I'm kind of concerned about. I must, I must be missing something or, but um, anyway, Josh Brolin is Gurney Halleck. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure he'll do fine. You know, um, I'm sure he'll be well written and well directed, but I don't see him. The last movie I watched Josh Brolin in, uh, he was a Marlboro man trying to, climb Mount Everest and wound up losing his hands and his nose and things like that. I bet that's uh, not the last movie you watched him in. Thanos. Because mm. he was Thanos. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, he yeah. did well there. Yeah. Okay. One thing that is, that is really concerning me is I am not seeing Thufur Howitt in this list. Oh. Do we know who where plays? Is, where is Thufur? Oh, they wouldn't leave him out. Maybe he's just missed from the list. Ah. I mean, med yeah, pads are, are too important. Yeah. Especially um, so, since they have yeah. Peter. Yeah, I wonder I wonder who is playing Foo for Howitt. Yeah. That has to be so we we should be able to find that somewhere. Someone should be looking that up right now. Actually, I was, but I can't find it off the top. <laughs> Someone with amazing eyebrows should be playing him. Oh, oh gosh, be- yes. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. So just uh, as we look at the character, I'm looking at this list, too. It, I, You know, the only one has, that I'm struggling with is actually Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto Atreides. Because I view him as such a regal man. And I'm having trouble seeing Oscar Isaac capturing that. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying, like, like I can't not picture him as Poe Dameron. And so to see him as as a Duke Leto uh, is a bit of a difficult thing. Like, William Hurt in the miniseries, perfect in that role. Yeah. But I, Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac, not quite doing it for me. But who knows? Well, you know... As far as I'm concerned, Jurgen Prochnov will <laughs> always be Duke Leto Atreides in my mind. Oh, always. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he did a fantastic job too. Did yeah. he? <laughs> hey. Oh yes. Oh yes. So Thufir yeah. Howitt is being played by Stephen McKinley Henderson. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, so just to, to recap, we know that this movie will cover the first and main half of Frank Herbert's book, Dune. So it's only the first half of the Dune novel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then based on how this does, we will get the second one. So the brief, the brief, the, the brief synopsis of what this movie covers, let me just read it here just to kind of recap. In the Destiny of Mankind, Duke Leto Atreides takes a, the stewardship of the brutal desert planet Arrakis, main wellspring of the most commendable substance known to mankind, the zest. Um, a cure that expands human life, gives um, super, superhuman degrees of information and makes fold space travel possible. Leto understands the occasion is a snare set by his adversaries, the Harkonnens, he took his Bene Gesserit Lady Jessica, child and beneficiary Paul, and partners to Arrakis, otherwise called Dune. Leto feels responsible for the flavor mining way, which is a delivered, delivered, which is delivered riskily by the presence of mammoth sandworms. A serious selling out drives Paul and Jessica to the Fremen, tenants of Arrakis, who dwell in the profound desert. So that's kind of the... Wow, that sounds strangely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about them calling Melange the zest? Uh, that that bothers me. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> a little bit. That right there, honest. I was like, hold up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The zest? <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to take... We're, it, it's made by lemons. You shave the... <laughs> off of exactly. Lemons. Makes you feel really <laughs> clean, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way they describe it, it works the same way as spice, right? But, you know... I just, I'm just wondering where the weirding modules are at. That's why, all. Why, why change it? Why, <laughs> why does it need to be changed? Like, what does, what does the zest have over melange or the spice? Like, they all equally sound as ridiculous. Like, I don't. Uh. And why do they call it the flavor mining? That bothers me a little bit. This isn't flavor mining, and we were talking where, about spice mining. Where did this, where did this come from? This, yeah. this, where did you grab this from? Well, it's up there. It's uh, it was a summary off of Digital Wise. Dude, I don't know who they are. I feel like maybe they wrote this themselves. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe they never read the books, or maybe this yeah. it's quoted. So maybe this is something that the studio has released as well. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. as to where this will end. I mean, logically, it would end with the Fremen taking them in. But uh, right, and the death of of Duke Leto would seem like an appropriate yeah. end before we get into the what are the ramifications of this? Yeah, but, well, it would have to be if Paul and Jessica go to the Fremen. You know, uh, Leto's yeah, going to be gone. I don't know how else you would split it. Yeah, I, I'm just curious as to how much time they'll spend with the Fremen in this movie. Like, I mean, yeah. living with them. Like, will it, will it will the movie end when they? when they are first accepted in, or will it end when he becomes the Kwisak Haderach? Yeah. You know? Who knows? Who knows? Hard to say. Yeah. So this next story is from Cinema Blend. Why the original Dune star is excited for the remake. So this, of course, is uh, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, as Paul Trades was in the movie by David Lynch in 1984. And um, he's excited to see this new take in Dune, and he explains in this quote, and I'll share this quote, I'm very excited to see it. There will be another one. There will be a couple of us out there running around. There's plenty of room, I think, for Timothy, I think, to do a fantastic job. I'm very much looking forward to the vision Dennis has. David Lynch, of course, it's a very specific vision, so this will be something completely different, I'm sure. Why not have both stand on their own merits? 
Yeah. I mean, there's true. I mean, David Lynch was a movie for the time, right? The same way that the 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 the, 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 the same way the miniseries was also a movie for yeah, time. yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, David Lynch was going for an artsy feel to the book or to the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, and I, and I agree. I, and I think there's certainly room for both. There's certain, there are things that you look at the David Lynch film and say, well, these actors for us, just like you said, this person will always be Duke Leto for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, there are characters that will always be that for us, but it uh, doesn't say that this movie can't be good nor stand on its own feet. And he seemed to have thrown in his vote for it. He hasn't seen the movie yet. So, <laughs> but oh. he, he, of course, he of course gives us his uh, thumbs up. But. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So actually, this next movie we get this next thing is we got we got some pictures of the ornithopters, and I threw them into the show notes here. What do you think of these ornithopters as you kind of uh, envision them? I like them. They seem a little small, but I like them because yeah. so doesn't. One of the ornithopters hold like seven people or something. I don't know. The these look like they hold more four, but yeah, maybe. But that could be camera angle, too. Yeah. So, but as far as the design, like you can clearly see where the wings will attach, and they look yes. bug-like. Like I'm, I'm on board with the the overall design. Yeah, yeah. the overall look looks good. Yeah, yeah. The one the one picture look, almost makes it look like a helicopter. Yeah, right. you know they've got the canopy covered, but right. Yeah, but you can see the, like ball on the side where the where the wings would attach. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. they look they look they look very sci-fi. You know, yeah, yeah. Honestly, they look like they belong, <laughs> and they look like something that you could use on a desert planet, like for desert yeah. warfare stuff. So that works for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. um we did get some uh, first Dune remake footage, earns a big praise, gets compared to Lord of the Rings. And so this is a story. And the first Dune footage has screened. The preview footage was shown to a small group of industry insiders and has already been hailed as epic. Principal photography is wrapped up and uh, is set for release at the end of the year. As the footage was shown, it was mixed in with cast interviews and behind-the-scenes shots. It does not seem like it was intended for public release. So don't expect to see it anytime soon. Sci-fi novelist Brian Clement was one of the lucky viewers of the first Dune footage, and he shared his thoughts online for fans. First of all, the footage did not have any completed special effects, though Clement describes the cinematography as beautiful while stating, I'm not exaggerating when I say a lot of people will have goosebumps and tears when they see this movie. I might. Heck, when they see the footage I saw, they will. The author had to choose his words wisely as does not catch any trouble from Warner Brothers. Wow, that's, so, that's encouraging. It is encouraging to have a, a sci-fi novelist and uh, certainly uh, to have it hailed as being epic. Yeah. We can only hope that the way it's compiled and the scripting carries through, that the story carries it. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. does give me hope. It does give me hope, right? Same here. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm already optimistic, but I feel like it's good to have that reinforcement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're going to go see the movie anyway, so who cares what people say, but right. But regardless, something that we certainly are 
looking forward to. And this next story, this last, this is the last story before getting to listener feedback. Um, I didn't realize we had a Dune graphic novel. I think three of them that are actually coming out. And it's going to be really? written by Brian Herbert and Kevin J. Anderson. Um, wow. The same team that co-authored the most recent books and illustrated by Raul Allen and Patricia Martin with covers by Bill's, see, God, man, I can't pronounce it, from New Mutants, Bill Zynquezik, whatever. But hmm. um, it's going to be split into, th- the Dune novel will be split into three parts, the first which will hit shelves this October. So ahead of the movie. I'd say Sinkowitz. Sinkowitz. Okay. Sinkowitz covers uh, for the three installments will form a tripo, triptych image together. So I guess a combined image. And he will also create the logo for this series, which you can see below. I'm pleased to present this faithful graphic novel adaptation of my father's masterpiece. So it's going to be based on Dune. So, I mean, how can you go, how, how can they really go wrong, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But what they did do, do is include some artwork for the characters in the graphic novels. And you can see those below, guys, as you kind of scroll through them. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Uh, it's something that I definitely will read. I'm yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even aware this was coming out until I ran into this news store. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have this graphic novel coming out. The designs are pretty good. I like them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The still suit, I don't know, looks a little Lynchian, but. A little Lynchian? Is that what you said? Yeah. Did you have a problem with Lynchian still suits? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I, I prefer the still suits in the miniseries. They seem more practical. I agree. All right. Well, any other comments on that or any of the stories before we move into listener feedback? Well, I just want to say, uh, I really hope this doesn't get pushed back. Uh, I mean, you know, with everything going on, hopefully it's far enough outside of the window that we'll keep our Christmas uh, release time. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to know with the way everything happened in the world, whether this is going to come now or down the pike or later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move into some listener feedback. And uh, David, did you want to share the listener feedback from Simon Kelly? Sure. Uh, Simon Kelly writes, this is good podcast. Always enjoy the prequels. Dare I say as much, uh, if not more than the last two books. I assume the last two books of uh, Frank Herbert is my assumption. I'm thinking he's talking about uh, Sandworms of Doom or Dune. And um, what was the final? Was Sandworms the final one? What's the- oh, are they talking about the final ones by uh, Kevin J. Anderson and Brian? Herbert, yeah, uh, that's what I'm kind of assuming. Uh, yeah. That because that, there's there's just two of them. Yeah. Um. So, but why? Well, I, I I like the prequels too. I know? think it it depends on which prequels he's talking about because I think the school books are just absolutely fantastic, and I I would say I like the school books better than I like the the final two books of the the main storyline that's my yeah Hmm. yeah well let me read the one by robert and then jim i'm gonna give you the one that starts gents and he gives his name down at the bottom but robert says great podcast where can i watch dune redux redo uh fan edit i can't find it anywhere thank you i don't know what he's referring to here dune um there is, I, I, th- I thought we did talk about this somewhere a long time ago. We may have. I, I think he may be referring to the full length, um, you know, the, the four-hour version of this 
uh, yes. that, that I think is up on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. It might be. I'm looking. There's definitely the. Uh, there's definitely the. Uh, there's a trailer for it, and um, and I see there's a places on Reddit that have links to it. So I think that there is certainly a four hour version of it that you can watch. Yeah, where they they put back in all of the stuff that was cut to make uh, what we what we got. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember I watched the scene the scene where uh, Paul and Jamis duel um but that gosh that's a long time ago and i know it was on youtube though yeah it might still be there i don't know but i would check youtube certainly uh check reddit and see what pops up and i think you'll find it out there yeah i don't know if we should maybe we should review that sometime (laughs) four hours (laughs) of david lynch (laughs) wow Uh. I, well, I I think we'll let that one lie and look yeah, ahead. You and I are in a, in a few weeks when they close your school. We'll have plenty of time to watch it. There you go. <laughs> I don't let you do yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Do you want to share this uh, this this last from Trev Carpenter uh, a feedback that he sent? Sure. It says gents, for over several years I have enjoyed your podcast as I myself have gone through the books myself. A little different than maybe some of your members of this community is that I did my reading, listening, and watching of this saga while traveling on multiple deployments with the Navy and Marines. By the way, thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You have been my companions of the page as each month I would tune back in to hear your banter and insights. And my one regret is that I have not been uh up to real time with your podcast as of today september 24 2019 i am all but your most recent i am all but your most recent podcast so after six years of trailing your footsteps non-rhythmic of course as i do not want to attract any unwanted worms (laughs) i'm finally through that (laughs) i am finally caught up and hope to participate in real time discussion I can only imagine the length of work you men put up with, and I must say, in the choir of so many others, thank you, thank you for your time, your online friendship, and may you continue to do such great work. May Shai Hulud clear the path before you in the future. In your corner, Trev Carpenter. Thank hey, you, thanks, Trev. Trev. Yeah. Nice note. Thank you. Yeah. We we really enjoyed doing this podcast and um look forward to continuing it in the future as as the opportunity arises. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to review the graphic novels when they come out. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah. A big thank you to Simon and Robert as well for writing in. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we always appreciate the feedback and uh, some of this feedback, you know, September he wrote this. We haven't always been keeping up with the feedback, but we do appreciate your insights. And of course, now it's not so much book driven. Uh, but I would love if they if they if this movie does well, I could see them continuing to write books in the Dune universe. We will get more Dune books. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that uh, that Brian, especially, and 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 the family that are. Uh, overseeing the, the franchise um have been so wrapped up in the movie uh and the goings-ons there that there hasn't been time to write new books right and i i respect that because i would hate for them to 
try and do both and do either one uh, lacking as a result. Right. No, I hear that. Yeah. So, but I appreciate, appreciate you joining us and I'm glad that we kind of come along in your journey and reading the books and, uh, and I'm glad you're caught up and now we just wait yeah. for the movie and we wait for, uh, we wait for any other books that come down the pike. I gotta yeah. tell you, I gotta tell you guys, I started to feel the itch. It's to redo it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started to hit me. I was like, I could read well, some Dune. You know what? There's nothing to say that before this movie comes out, maybe we need to put it on our DACA to reread Dune. Oh, yeah. Because it there would make go. sense. It would make sense to read it in light of that way it's fresh in our minds as we're coming into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I I could be down for that. Yeah. We could we could tie it in with the orbital sword, our other podcast that we do. Oh, we could. It could be. It could be like our next sci-fi book, or yeah. one of the ones coming up. We we have a poll coming up for our next one, but maybe after that we can make it Dune. Yeah. <laughs> so those of you who uh, um, are chiming in and enjoy our our banter, we do do another show called The Orbital Sword. We can be found on all your other podcast uh, source sources um, where we review fantasy and sci-fi books, um, sometimes series, but. Uh, Sometimes we jump around from from author to author. Uh, also, all three of us do podcast work outside of the stuff we do together. Scott, you have the Sci-Fi Diner podcast? Tell yep, still that. doing the Sci-Fi Diner, 11 years plus and running. Um, just got done sharing an interview with Anthony Montgomery, who was uh, Travis Merriweather on the Star Trek Enterprise. So that was a very cool experience chatting with him. Um, also do a podcast that this one's geared. This is more niche. This is a, uh, geared toward high school esports, and that's called beyond the game. And I'm one of the coaches for our high school esports team. And so I do a podcast with another guy named Nick Joniak and you can find us and all the, uh, all everywhere else that podcasting's found. So if you have any interest in esports, that's another facet of my life. So very, very cool. Uh, and Jim, Jim, you've got a couple of things brewing up between, uh, Klingon language and Babylon five. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about what you got um, going on. Well, uh, still working on the Babylon project podcast, uh, JP Harvey and Roel Wybera and, uh, Wybera, if I can speak <laughs> and myself, uh, we are now about halfway through recording shows for crusade. Uh, the ill-fated follow-up series that, appeared on TNT several years ago and uh, we're going to be we're going to be going into the books the books that are canon and then I'm also part of a podcast called Bound by Honor uh it is a Klingon book review podcast John Schoberg down in Florida and I we get together once a month and we talk about books that involve uh Star Trek books that involve Klingons you can find that one at kag, org slash podcast. And we're also on uh, Apple Podcasts. So those are my projects. Very, very cool. Uh, I, I do a movie news and review podcast called the Penn Cinema Podcast with a the owner of a chain of uh, l- relative regional uh, movie theaters, Penn Ketchum. Uh, we do uh, just kind of weekly talks, and it's mostly, if we're honest, just laughing at each other. So if you want to hear people <laughs> just kind of make fun of each other for an hour, 
and kind of talk about movies, it's a place to be. So you can find us on all your your major podcast sources out there. So yeah, and remember, Pinky's out. Pinky's out. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'd love to hear from you, our listeners. uh, Yeah, just like we heard from from Trev, Robert, and Simon this week or this month. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at dunesockapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us, of course, on iTunes, where we appreciate any great reviews you want to leave behind. Facebook.com slash podcast And our website, dunesockapodcast.com. Yeah, uh, people, we, people leave reviews in the posts we put there, and we'll get those as well. Yeah, yeah. And Twitter. We also, We're on the Twitter. Yeah, and that's uh, Dunesaka, at dunesockapodcast, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. And yeah. Patreon. Are we on Patreon yet? I believe we are. Um, I, you can go ahead and hit us there uh, if you want to help support the show uh, in that Absolutely. way. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Um, we also have a number you can call if you want to leave a voicemail for us to hear. And that number is, Scott? Oh, one two six zero five seven seven two four two eight. Great, great, great. Well, once again, for the Dune Saga Podcast, I'm David Moulton. I'm Scott Herzog. And I'm Jim Arrowwood. And may Shai Hulud clear the path before you.